Hi folks, Cliff here with this week's content warning slash trigger warning. This week we discuss the Netflix show Marianne. The show contains some depiction of suicide and some pretty gnarly bodily harm. And so this episode contains some discussion of the same. If that's not what you're looking for right now, maybe check out our back catalog. And if you or someone you care about are struggling with suicidal thoughts, please call or text 988. It's just the numbers 988, those three numbers. You can also go to 988lifeline.org. That's the numbers 988 L-I-F-E-L-I-N-E dot O-R-G and click the chat icon. You'll be connected to trained counselors who will listen, understand how your problems are affecting you, provide support, and connect you to resources if necessary. If you're outside the U.S., I don't think that number will work, but the important thing is to seek help. And I'll put a link to the 988 Lifeline website, the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline website in the show description. All right. Uh, Otherwise, I hope you enjoyed the episode. And as Emma might say, au revoir. Research indicates that men bond over shared activities rather than just talking about their lives. This is Cliff and Spencer's excuse to hang out together. It's the Podgering. A horror movie podcast. Hi, welcome to the Podgering, a horror movie podcast. I'm Cliff. And I'm Spencer. And uh, this week we watched what I what is my favorite horror media, which is the Netflix show Marianne. Um... Yeah, it's my fave. I watched these two episodes for our pod. I realized that it was even better than I remembered. Um, And now I'm on like episode six or something like that. So, um, oh my gosh, a black cat, Spencer. (laughs) She's not really black. She's like gray. Oh, is she? Okay. Yeah, the lighting makes her look black. Got you. I was going to say that show must have really had an effect on you. (laughs) <laughs> for the listeners at home uh the my cat just jumped up on the back of my chair while i was well uh cliff was talking so yeah well you're familiar i believe if i'm not mistaken yes my familiar as you've described it before mm-hmm. um cute um and she's biting my fucking earbuds though look at that shit i hate that shit disrespectful um, ass cat <laughs> um yeah i love this i love this show um uh let me i guess let's dive into unless do you want to give any thoughts now or do you want to wait um i well i'll i'll chime in that i love it as well but i've only seen these two episodes so um other than that i'll let you uh i'll let you take us away on the recap Okay, cool. And our recap is a little segment that we like to call What Happened? What happened? What happened? What What just happened? What's going on? What happened? 
So here is what happened. Uh, Marianne is a um, French Netflix show um, about an author named Emma um, who has written a very popular series of books. Um, and those books themselves are about a character named Lizzie Lark who battles an evil witch named Marianne. Um, it's unclear how many books there have been, as far as I can tell. Um, it's a very long series. And when the show Marianne starts, Emma has just written what she says is the final Lizzie Lark book. Um, we start with basically Emma and her assistant, whose name is Camille. And so they're getting ready to go on like a publicity tour promoting the final book. But what happens is um, one of um, Emma's old friends from her hometown, um, which, gosh, do you happen to have the name written down? They oh, show it's, the sign uh, all the it's time. Eldon. Eldon. Eldon, yes, thank yeah. you. Um, one of her old friends from her hometown, Eldon, shows up at one of her book signings and tells her that essentially Marianne the witch is real and that Marianne the witch is um, uh, possessing her mother, um, Caro's mother, Caroline, that's the friend. Um, and so Emma is like, no, that's not true. It's their books. They're just made up. You're crazy. But you can tell sort of like when she's doing it, that like maybe um, that's not true. Um, and so um, Caro, her friend, shows up the next day um, to Emma's publisher and um, and she hangs herself. And um, and so um, she made Emma promise to go see her possessed mother in Eldon. And um, so Emma and um, Camille do that. They go to Eldon. Um, they do run into um, Marianne, a.k.a. Caro's mother. Um, and it is true. Uh, Caro's mother is possessed by... Marianne, um, and, and a bunch of stuff, and that's like the, that's the, and basically from there the story becomes Marianne tormenting Emma, um, she, a, a big quote that comes up over and over in the show is, Marianne never leaves empty-handed, she always shouts that at her, at, um, Emma, I never leave empty-handed, so she takes Emma's parents, and um, so Emma has to go find her parents. Uh, through that angle, the missing parents, we meet a police inspector um, who, gosh, I forget his name. Uh, he's he's often referred to, I think, as just the inspector. Yeah. Um, who is a fan so, of hers. Who is a fan of hers and also um, seems to have some previous experience in the occult. Um, 
because he shows up at his friend Matt's shop, which is a shop that specializes in the occult. Um, and so that's one angle. Um, let's see. We also start to meet some of um, Emma's friends from this town. Um, they refer to themselves as the shipwreck crew because they used to hang out by a the like bones of an old ship on the sea. Um, and um, when they were younger, Emma says they were all in love with her. The guys were. Um, now Emma is crushing really hard on a guy named Sebi. Um, and... Um, Lots of scary stuff happens, but I feel like we can talk about that. Um, I just kind of want to paint the the picture. Um, so yes, the overarching thing is that Emma has returned to her hometown. Marion is real. She is tormenting Emma and haunting Emma mm -hmm. and Emma's friends. And Emma is um, at this point in episode two, I think, having trying to figure out what happened to her parents and get her parents back. Um, and also reuniting with her friends from home. Um, and and yes. it has uh, established that she has these dreams that that the basically the stories come from her dreams and that she has to of keep course, writing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah. I skipped over the most important thing. Yes. And Mar the whole the whole thing that Marianne, the reason Marianne is tormenting Emma is because Emma has decided to stop writing um, and Marion wants her to keep writing because it's sort of like um, I don't know if it just makes her feel good or gives her more power but she's in I, th I think I think both it like gives her some evil witch energy sort of rush mm -hmm. um, and uh, and that's why and so Marion keeps insisting that Emma write and Emma does not want to write anymore um yeah, so that's the that's my top level summary of what happened. Spencer, do you want to add anything before we um, just start talking shop? Um, no, I'd say let's uh, go ahead and start talking shop. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, well, um, can you tell me about your experience with the show? Because I love it so much, and I want to hear, uh, w yeah, what you what you thought about it. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think I, he told me about it. Um, God, a few months ago, I think. And I think that I yeah. watched the first episode, but I was kind of distracted. And, uh, so I rewatched it this past weekend and, um, yeah, I, I really love it. Um, it was, it was like just really frightening and like, it's one of these, it's one of these, uh, you know, horror media pieces of media or whatever you want to call it that like delivers very quickly on like scary things. Like it doesn't, you know, a lot of them, it'll like lead up, it'll give you like jump scares that are not real, but this like, you're pretty quickly confronted with the paranormal entity. Yeah. Um, and like, it does you know, a lot of. It does all the scary, a scary thing that I still think about is um, when Caro is telling Emma about her mom and how she's possessed. She says, I went to sleep. She says she watches me sleep and I accidentally fell asleep one time. And then when I woke up, 
essentially her mom had carved a bunch of like runes into her stomach. Um, oh yeah. Which though I really liked the way they did that scene because a lot of times in the show, like someone shuts their eyes and they open them again quickly. But the whole thing is that Marion comes to people in their dreams often. So you don't know whether they really woke up or whether they mm-hmm. um, are still asleep. And so they play with that a lot. And so in this case, she had really woken up, but like how long had she been out? I don't know. Long enough for her mom to like be like looming above her. Right. The, the, the actress who plays Marianne is, is perfectly cast. She's like, Oh yeah. F- freaky looking and scary. Um, yeah. Sorry. I, yeah, very uh, much so. Um, she is very unsettling. And, and I think they, you know, obviously like there is some, makeup or whatever involved in getting her to look like that because there there are scenes where she does look pretty normal but uh Mm -hmm. it's just like yeah they they do something to where like just the way she looks as a human being is is unsettling and it's really good yeah you know one thing i noticed in this show but also in other shows something that i see i think they even made a whole movie called smile that came out in 2022 or maybe is coming out um like a way that people portray that a character is actually creepy is they give him a really big smile. And I have been wondering if that's like CGI or if that's like, they just practice doing that with their face. I imagine right. in different situations, it's different things, but you don't, have you seen that in other things? Um, I, I know what you're talking about for sure. Like the smile, there's definitely like an unnervingly large smile. Uh, right. And she has that, yeah, and, and I've just I've noticed it as a trend. Um, and I so another a, a thing about this show that and I I couldn't tell if this was intentional or real or what. So like, do you remember when he goes into the magic shop? Mm-hmm. So the, the inspector. Dude, yeah, well, the the inspector goes into the magic shop because he's got this like. Um, it's a bag of human skin. Yeah, that's right. Full and, of uh, teeth and hair. And so he's like, well, and like, that's kind of beside the point, but like the dude working, I, I felt like he, he was CGI just a little bit. Did, oh, really? did you notice this at all? It seemed no. like his head was the wrong size for his body, but I might've just been imagining that because I saw it and I was like, wait, like, and if it, if it is the case, then it's really subtle and it's just enough to where it like had me questioning my own sensibilities you know but like that i it could just be the way the dude looks too like that's funny you know i never noticed that if they did do that that's incredible i think that gives like such a layer of backstory to him like what happened to this guy who's obsessed with the occult what happened to his head what did he do to fuck his head up (laughs) yeah Uh, that would be really or his body like or his (laughs) or his body we don't know (laughs) um no, I didn't notice that. I think that's wild. I um, I suspect he might just have a weird head. Yeah, <laughs> it could just know. be the actor, and I will feel really shitty if that's the case. <laughs> like, but I mean, I doubt that he's going to end up hearing this. So. I I would be surprised. Um, yeah, I tried to find interviews and stuff, and um, they were all in French. So I guess this show was not mm. popular enough to get any English. It's no Squid Game. It should be Squid Game because right. I think it's better than Squid Game, but. Um, 
Yeah, I found out about it because uh, I had a coworker who really liked scary stuff, and she recommended it to me. Or else, I probably never would have watched it. Oh yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't think I had heard of it before you mentioned it, but yeah, I I haven't heard of a lot of things when it comes. Yeah, to TV well, it's a hip show for movies, hip people, so. so. Right. Yeah. Word of mouth is how it's naturally going to spread. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. Upon gosh, there's so, yeah, I got chills so many times. The character uh, character of Emma is like I th- you would, I think you describe her as a uh, antihero. She's she's an alcoholic and sort of selfish. Um, oh, she power dynamics her assistant into. Uh, I I, th- I thought it was a date at first. Um, I thought she might be into her assistant Camille. Oh yeah, did you get that vibe? No, no, I just thought she was being a bitch to her, which... Oh, okay. Is, and wanted someone yeah. to hang out with. Right. Got you. Okay, cool. Um, she's really mean to her fiancé. <laughs> yeah, and her assistant. see him. Yeah. Huh, and her assistant. Yeah, she's, yeah, she pushes people away. Um, mm. uh, that's another, another... One of the other, I think, first scary scenes was the thing with her... Um, with her fiance where um they're sleeping together and she wakes up and it turns out she's dreaming and her fiance slowly turns over and he's got yeah. a creepy smile in the eyes and they, um, they play that perfectly too because she's like she's like roll over so i can see that it's you and he's like okay i will but he like sits there for a second he's like i think he says are you sure yeah yeah which is and, a creepy thing to, to say to somebody right. when they want to see you <laughs> And it's like, it kind of plays with this. And this is like a thing that I really love about this show is that like you, for a second, you're like, oh, it, it's probably just going to be him. It's going to be a fake out scare, but it's not like they don't do the fake outs. No. Yeah. They scare you. Um, upon rewatching the show, I've noticed that it has, it gives me sort of like a Wes Anderson vibe and some of the ways that the characters talk to each other and some of the cinematography. And I, I guess mm-hmm. I'm thinking specifically of when the inspector is introduced and also they have some, and, and the way that it's set in chapters, which I think some of his movies do. Um, uh, so like, I think when they introduce the inspector, it's like a chapter called the inspector and they have sort of like a mm-hmm. weird meeting where he like pulls up to their house and um, they just sort of like, look, at, I don't know. Just the dot di- yet yeah, the dialogue and some of the cinematography gives me a Wes Anderson vibe. Do you get that at all that. or no? Yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah, um, and it's kind of funny. It's kind of a funny show. There are parts. Yeah, I think it's a perfect. It's yeah. That's why I like it so much. I think it's it's funny. It's very scary. Um, right. Yeah, man. Um, a scary part that my brother often references is. Um, so there's a part where they wake up in the middle of the night, Camille and Emma in Emma's parents' house, and the security alarm is going off. And um, Emma leaves to go chase her parents through the woods. And so Camille is left in the house, and the phone rings, and it starts out being like a guy from the security company. Um, yes. Oh, man. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Starts out being a guy from the security company. And he's like, um, are, are there any open doors in your house? And Camille's like, yes, in the living room. He's like, okay, go close it. Um, and she's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, you don't want anyone to come in, right? 
Um, so she goes to close it. So now she's in the living room, which is obviously darkly lit because it's a horror show. Um, and he's like, okay, are you alone in the house? And she's like, yes. And he's like, are you sure? Um, and she's They're like, well, well, he goes after she shuts the door, he goes, okay, now turn around. Oh, right. Which yep. is fucking so creepy. But sorry, yep. go ahead. No, 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 no. Your version is better. Yeah. He goes, turn around. And then, oh, gosh, what does he say next? It's something like, he's um, like, he's like, now do you see anybody there? And she's like, no. And he's like, look again or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep, that shit was freaky. It was so, and and he actually he kind of telegraphed it though because when uh, he was like, "Is there a door open?" and she goes, "Yes," and he goes, "Okay, go into the living room and close the door." Oh, mm-hmm. but she okay. hadn't said that it was the living room. Gotcha. So like like when he said that, I was like, it was, it was like something that kind of tips you off a little bit. I was like, right, like that could just be a minor detail that was accidental, but like I was like, huh, is that? And then when he says turn around, I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> and uh, yeah. And then like, what do you say? He's like, look, look closer. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, I'm here with you. And he's like in the corner. And uh, yep. And yeah, he is was... Marianne, I believe. Right. Yeah. And Marianne kind of looks two ways. Sometimes she looks, I think, with her. Um, and actually, I might be jumping ahead a little bit, actually. Um but this isn't a huge thing. Sometimes she appears, I think, as a woman with um, a bandage over her eyes. And sometimes she's like a more cartoonish looking ghoul. Um, yeah. Just a thing I've I've noticed. Oh, Mary, when the first time they meet and they have tea. Um, one thing that they do good about the show yet again is um, how little um, Caro's mom now that she's Marianne cares about Caro. Like she, I think she accidentally, she keeps calling her Catherine um, because Mm. she doesn't remember. She doesn't care enough about her to remember her name. Right. And, um, and how little she just like cares. I think about like pleasantries in general, like she invites him in for tea and then just like plops the whole tray down like in front of them. And it starts like (laughs) leaking. Um, And she like, she pisses herself um and then makes Camille I think touch it which was like right the show's very good at like doing unsettling things but not like it's but it's within the bounds of what would be unsettling between like human beings it's not like um yeah they're good yeah they're just good at thinking like what would be a creepy thing for one person to do to another person or to themselves and then they have like Marianne do that Mm. instead of like inventing I don't know, jump scares or whatever. I don't know. Oh, right. Okay. Anything you wanted to to touch on? I got more. I could talk about the show for free. Um, let's see. So one thing. So did you watch this dubbed or did you watch it with subtitles I, or what? Oh, I watched it with subtitles. How did you watch it? Uh, so, and this is like, it was automatic, but it was dubbed and with subtitles. Oh. So they, they, it was dubbed in English and, uh, Interesting. Which, when you said is earlier, that how you, is that how you viewed it? Yes. Um, I I just assumed that that's how it was on Netflix. I I didn't like uh, set it that way or anything. Oh um, no! I've been watching it all times. I've watched it in French with subtitles. Okay. So how are the English actors' voices? It's it's off putting, honestly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I think it would have been uh, 
I would have enjoyed it a little more. Like, it, it makes it seem a little corny just because, like, uh, okay, you know, the voices of of people right. who do dubbing is very. I don't it know. Doesn't like, match the lips. It, it, well, and and they it's also got like uh, just a low quality production value to it. Like, mm, you know, mm-hmm. you feel like you're watching a made for TV movie or something. Um, right. So I, yeah, I man, think get the, that shit out of here. You got to go yeah. to just subtitles. Right. Absolutely. And another thing was that the subtitles and the, <laughs> the, uh, the dubbing did not match up. So like, it, it, it's like they had two different people translate for each, oh, yeah, you know, it was just like, so the words that they're saying in English don't match the subtitles yeah. that are displayed. Right. Yeah. It's different words, but like, I mean, they essentially mean the same thing, but just like right. completely different phrasing and yeah. Damn. Um, which is kind of weird. So <laughs> Damn. I'll remember um, that when I watch the next episode. Yeah. Get them, get those out of here, man. You just yeah. got to do subtitles. For sure. Um, the act, the, that actress, I watched another show on Netflix um, called I Lost My Body. Have you ever seen that? Uh-uh. It's an animated, um, I forget the guy's name, Howl's Moving Castle. It's sort of like an oh, anime Miyazaki. type thing. Yes. Um, anyway, the actress, Emma, plays, voices the um, main female character in that show. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing that made me laugh like you said, the inspector is a big fan. Um, and so he like sort of negotiates or I think actually Emma negotiates that he'll help find her parents if she signs his books, um, for him. Yeah. And, um, gosh, somehow comes up where she's like, aren't you embarrassed to like be asking me for a signature? And he's like, I said, it was embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the way they talk sometimes. That's like the Wes Anderson thing. I think to me, yeah, and she kind of clowns him about liking the books. Like, there's a later when he's driving. Yeah, the inscription, like, it says something like, stop reading young adult novels or something. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. It was pretty oh, and she said something like, I'm going to write an adult book and you can read that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and let's talk about this guy's driving. Erratic at oh, best. Oh, God, yeah. Unsafe. It, it's one of those scenes where it's like it, it stresses me out in a very mundane way because he's like he's driving down the road and he's like fucking reading books and shit like read a book smoking a cigarette yeah and his cigarette drops at one point and <laughs> yeah. but then it zooms out and he's going like 25 miles an hour down a country road <laughs> which is even more frustrating because it's like dude you're in an open country road fucking step on it man the french we can go a whole hour on the french (laughs) yeah don't get me started (laughs) um oh yeah another thing scene that was really funny was um in the inspector's friend's shop we're sort of introduced to the shop through um a customer who just has a small speaking part but he's like he holds up a monkey's paw he's like hey what's this and the shop guy's like that's a monkey's paw. Um, he's like, you, you'll, you can make all your wishes, but um, all your wishes will sort of come true in a weird way, in a bad way, and sort of destroy your life. 
and the guy's like oh, okay cool i'll think about it <laughs> right, which yeah. was really great act what do you think i think acting wise no complaints yeah. I think the whole thing is good actually the entire production unlike some of the movies that we have seen i think it's it, i think it's well done i i don't know how i really like the um the book page like transitions that they do um i think it's cool uh do you have any any final thoughts yeah i don't know i guess my final thoughts uh my thoughts overall are definitely it's a it's a good it's a it's a breath of fresh air when it comes you know for horror like it's it's uh something that delivers as well as it sets up when it comes to scares and you know it's it's really creepy it's fun it's uh uh you know the the character emma is a very attractive which is a plus you know um <laughs> it never it never hurts. hurts uh and yeah it's just a fun watch um i am excited to get into more of the episodes heck yeah um yeah i i've i've said it many times i love the show it's my favorite horror thing it's, I find it very scary, but very funny, and I just think everything works well together, man. It's a great show. All right, well, normally at this part in the show, we would do a fun thing, and our fun thing this week is that ooh, the show is over <laughs> yeah. for now. Sorry, folks. Hey. Sorry, folks. Um, it, was, it was a big-time commitment, and... Um, I think Spencer and I hope to pick this up at some point in the future. That's true. Um, Hopefully with uh, a little, a few things worked out, maybe some more exciting things, but yeah, maybe, yeah, that's awesome. Maybe another host just to, right. just to um, make it feel like more of a group hang, which I think is really the point of podcasts in my experience, comedy podcasts, totally. um, in my opinion. Um, but anyway, yeah, this is the last episode. And Spencer, um, it's been really nice spending this time with you, and I'm kind of bummed that we'll never talk again. Um, yeah, me too. At least in the foreseeable future. Um, but you know, I guess that's just the way life is sometimes. So That's true. I'm not going to say bye forever, but I'm going to say bye for like six months, probably. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I, hope, I hope life treats you well. You too, man. I, uh, yeah. I don't know what, what the future holds for us, but I know that it won't be anything with us knowing each other anymore. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so you just take care of yourself. You too, man. Okay. All right. This has been Bye. fun. Yep. Later. Later. It's the Bob Train. A horror movie podcast. <laughs>